0: chasing the hot trends, it is just not that winning strategy because the audience is going to be gone by the time you get set up. Welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole, a podcast for creators. So, uh, someone um, tweeted about
1: um, the analytics and I guess viewership when it comes to Hogwarts Legacy. Yep. Um, and they specifically were asking, well, they brought up like um, how some creators were getting influxes of viewership with uh, with Hogwart's legacy, and yeah. they were questioning if like like it's something to be celebrated sure in the moment, but also um, to bear in mind that remember that they might be there specifically for that content. Um, and you, you want to make sure like when you have them there to try to like hook them to stay for you as the creator.
0: It's interesting. Um, I imagine people are seeing that boost in just like every other hot game. They're probably just okay. jumping all over it. I, I I don't like that. I don't find that that is a winning strategy. I never have because you're, you're, you're just chasing just trends. Turning. Right. So like giving a real world example, you know, when I was, you know, starting my career in IT, I did a lot of analysis work and. I would analyze like sales trends was was one of the the pieces that they had me doing, and they wanted to know, like, give an estimate of you know what what do you think uh, sales on a specific thing are going to be over the next few weeks? So you know if you looked at the last few weeks, that's not good enough data. You know you're you're just ch- you're trying to chase what has already happened, and it's it's you're never gonna you're never gonna be there. You have to look long term. So chasing the hot trends it, it is just not that winning strategy because the audience is going to be gone by the time you get set up your you have to wonder if your community has the patience for you to change games every two days
1: and like we've spoken before too hogwarts may be the hot trend for this month mm-hmm. what about two to three months down the line um she goes on to say uh, um is a temper increase in stats really worth it in the long run
0: it's not it, it, it's not you know and if you extrapolate that same logic to viral uh, social media posts it's the same thing you know you're trying to chase that viral video because you got one yep. it it's not it the data shows that you know if you when you have your first viral video or you start you get them you know in, every now and then people don't come back because they liked that one thing you know I can't tell you how many videos I've watched that have millions and millions of views that I never see that creator again Cause they just, they don't show up on my mm-hmm. feed even after I follow them. Or there's a number of people, they like a specific video and I do this a lot where I like the video, but I do not follow the person because I, I like that one thing, but I probably don't like the other stuff they did. Like I had, I had one, I haven't had big hits a lot on TikTok but I had one that was like 200,000 views and I got maybe a thousand, not even a thousand, like several hundred followers out of it. 200,000 views. And a few hundred followers, you know, like people, it's, it's, it's just not it. It, it boosts your, your like count, but that doesn't help your engagement count. It doesn't help your follower count. You know, it's and and so trying to chase that stuff. Nah, that's not where it's at
1: right the ratio is completely off and as for the social part too um she goes on to say after all you've let it be known to some people your space is unsafe while opening the door to those who would like to cause harm this is concerning because i can understand what her sentiment but at the same time maybe it's it just the uh, too trusting nature in me to, uh, or like giving the benefit of the doubt to say that. Hopefully, most of those influxes of viewers aren't transphobes and like simply are there for the game. But like I said, she brings up a valid concern.
0: You know, I stayed quiet on publicly on this for the almost the entirety of of the of the of the, of the controversy around it until the website came out and. That just set me off because it was just a form of bullying. And what, yes. what, what bugs me about it is I, while not a part of the LGBTQ community, you know, I support mm-hmm. them and I will, will do everything I can to support them. But what people who, who support them or whatever is going on, is they're doing the same things Mm -hmm. and 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 i don't know that i said this on the on the podcast today but they're doing a lot of the same things and they better be ready they're gonna look at the hashtags again that people are putting on twitch when they go live you know supposedly for safe spaces and they're gonna hit them hard again i don't wish that it happens i just know that it's going to happen
1: how can the general public see the trans community the the trans community and allies if some or even most of them are using the same um, awful tactics as transphobes.
0: Right? Does that make you any better? Yeah, you know. And I honestly, I feel so. I felt bad, even bringing this up. But it's it's just it, it's just not the right way to do it. I don't know what the right way is. I don't know what the right way is. It's just I just know that it's not the right way to do it. the The other note was we're hitting people hard on the the boycott of the game but not of legos and not of universal studios not of Mm -hmm. any like any of the other video games there are other harry potter games you know yeah there's
1: Um, all sorts of mediums out there see that ties into what dom was talking with us just like a, a few weeks ago too how negativity it's still engagement it's still getting your name or something out there it is yeah you're absolutely right it is as and much as i hate to admit dumb is like by the fact right on it
0: he is it it, it it does get the name out there but I, I still contend that it will leave a bad taste in some people's mouth if i take my case uh, for example there are maybe a couple dozen people that have commented negatively on some tweets that I've made over the last couple months. None of the things that they commented on were intended by me to be controversial, but all of those people, had they been introduced to me in a different way, may have become supporters, may have become followers. But because of the way that they were introduced to me, they absolutely are not and never will be. So, while it did raise attention and it did, you know, um, give me some great impressions, which looks fantastic to potential sponsors and the algorithm loves it, I guarantee you I lost some potential followers. So, you have to weigh doing that on a consistent basis with the negative side effects because there will be negative side effects i do not care what anyone says there will be negative side effects and just getting a hit in impressions and getting a hit in engagement is that worth it in the long run if you if it's something that you choose to do constantly
1: so this would be accepting both the good and the bad of final consequences it's essentially you can't have your cake and eat it too
0: right right And when I think you made this point during that podcast with Dom, if you choose to go down the route of negative engagement, you know, you Mm -hmm. have to keep stepping it up. Right. You have to kind of keep pushing that envelope. You'll establish a level of crazy things that you say and then people will sort of get numb to that. It becomes white noise. So you got to You got to you got to raise that bar or lower that bar again, I guess, as it would be. And the more you do that, the more you start getting into that gray area. Where uh, I think it was a summer ago, maybe two summers ago, we're on Twitch where they introduced a brand safety score that they basically scored every streamer um, and how brand safe they were, and provided that to brands to give them something else to determine if they wanted to, you know, have ads on a particular group of streamers' channels. So you're lowering your potential value to some sponsors right. if you go negative engagement route you know maybe Streamlabs, maybe elgato maybe some other company sees all this because they will do trust me they do social media research they're not investing in you without doing any homework if they see this mm-hmm. crazy crazy stuff and negative engagement and in but you have good numbers i don't really don't know if we want to take the risk that they're going to say something crazy when we're saying that they're representing us so dom right. is right it gets you numbers no matter what. I, I contend that it's not necessarily worth it, depending on what your brand, what what kind of brand you've established for yourself.
1: When it comes down to the individual level, like some of your viewers may want you to keep with those negative hot takes or whatever. And yeah. if you try to go like the positive route or say like, "Oh, hey, I turned a new leaf," like yeah. you may or may not lose those supporters. That initially found you through that hot take.
0: Yeah. Could you imagine if, you know, Andrew Tate all of a sudden came out and started, you know, being a a feminist, right? Right. His entire base would say, what happened to you? And they would disappear. But you know what? The people that he ticked off along the way, they're not coming over to him. No, Mm -hmm. they don't trust him. So now you're left with nothing. And, and that's and that's the thing. When you have a niche, it's kind of like actors complain about getting typecast in, in Hollywood. You know, oh, I want to play a different role, but that's the role they have, so that's the role they keep playing. And you can have a very successful career playing in that same role, that same uh, type of character, or in our case, the same niche even though it may not always be exciting to you maybe you want to change things up sometimes you kind of get stuck in a niche the answer is not to constantly change niches because you need to establish a base
1: it's tough with niches as well just because you want to go into a niche that you know you can keep doing in the long run and that it's something that you're happy with being in but so make sure that you're not essentially pigeonholing yourself into doing something over and over again uh, there is a quote uh, that says the definition of insanity is doing something completely over and over again and expecting a different outcome
0: thanks so much for hanging out everybody if you enjoyed this episode make sure to like and share the podcast if you have a comment or an idea for a future episode make sure to drop us an email at down the rabbit hole at elevated dot media thanks have a great day